My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once, with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. Introducing the next generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Episode 77. Live from ClioCon 2023, Clio, third-party apps, and more. My conversation with Shaban Dada, Clio's VP of Corporate Development. Our next guest is Shaban Dada. Shaban oversees the development and execution of Clio's strategic growth strategy through acquisitions and investments. This gives Shaban a unique insight on how Clio works with third-party integrations and more. A quick production note, we were recording live at the ClioCon 2023. You'll hear a background noise from the conference. Unfortunately, my audio wasn't captured well, so I post-recorded over it, which is why you'll hear me a little bit more clearly than Shaban. Enjoy. Have you been enjoying the TechSavvyLawyer.page podcast? Consider giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast feeds. Welcome to the podcast. Mike, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate you being here. To start, I normally ask the guests, what is their current tech setup on their desk? However, of course, we're at a conference and nowhere near your desk. So I'll ask you this. Are you a Windows or Mac? I'm a Mac person. And why do you like the Mac? I've been using the Mac for a long time. It integrates with all of my other devices. I'm also an iPhone and an iPad. And it all just works seamlessly together. And I just enjoy that experience. Now, before I start the questions, I think it's important to let the listener know that Clio works both on Mac and Windows operating systems. Correct. It does. I just wanted to make sure we got that out there. It happens that we're both Mac people, so we're on the same page. That being said, let's get into the questions. What are the top three criteria you consider when looking at third-party application integrations? That's a great question, Mike. I think for us, let's take a step back and think about why our app ecosystem even exists in the first place. So in order to, to answer that question, I think we need to think about why we have the app store and the app integrations in the first place. At Clio, we believe that a collaborative effort in trying to solve the access to justice gap and have innovation in legal tech is better than going at it alone. And the reason comes down to our mission. Our mission is to transform the legal experience for all. What's really key here is the legal experience and all. When you think about the legal experience, there's a millions of permutations and combinations of how that legal experience is delivered, how it's consumed, and it depends on the stakeholders you interact with, the jurisdictions, or the areas of law that you practice. And we know that for Clio, it's not possible to build for every single one of those millions of permutations and combinations. That's why from the beginning, Clio has had an open API and an ecosystem of app partners, which now today, by the way, we have over 200 150 applications that integrate with Clio, making Clio the most connected platform and legal that we're aware of. 
And so we have apps in our ecosystem for every category that a legal professional may need to run their practice. We make all of, out of the box, Clio is available to what most lawyers need most of the time. And we want to make sure that the important things that they need to run their day to day, they can do right out of the box. But we also want to make it possible for them to meet those very unique edge cases that they may have. And we want to make sure that we integrate with as many integration partners as is possible. And so to your question around what are the top three things that make an app successful on our ecosystem, I would say the first one is ease of use. When you can design an app that feels really native to Clio, when it just looks and feels like you're within Clio. And I think those are the types of apps that experience success on our platform. Because to the end customer, it just feels like a single pane of glass. It just feels like a unified experience. And speaking about experience, the second thing is just around the usability and the how easy is it to use? How easy is it to get set up? You know, we offer as part of our developer community things like single sign-on so that it can make that possible possible for the developer to enable it. And then for the end customer, all they have to do is log in through the same login credentials that they do on Clio Manage, and they're able to authenticate and synchronize with the app integration that they're connecting. And lastly, it's functionality that adds capabilities to what Clio is already doing. So Clio is a system of record. It's a source of truth that law firms use to run their practice and anything that complements and supplements that their ability to do so is always well received by our customers. And those are the types of apps that we see have a tremendous amount of success on our platform. What I'm curious about is what you define as perhaps unnecessary or not fitting with your platform, perhaps without the need for specific categories. You know, for example, I assume you wouldn't pronounce Solitaire as integrated, similar to what Microsoft did with Windows. Correct. I would say the applications that have the most success on our platform, and there are many of them, as I mentioned, there's over 250 of them. First of all, uh, they should be addressing a core legal workflow. So Solitaire, while it may be great on your Mac or on your PC, it may not be a great fit for Clio itself. And so when thinking about integrations in our product, you got to think about what do typically legal professionals will turn on Clio at the beginning of their day, see what they got to do for the day, see where they got to go, what meetings they have. And it's usually the last thing that legal professionals will look at before they shut down for the day. Hey, what did I accomplish today? What's my on my to-do list tomorrow? How are my collections doing? What bills went out? Things like that. And so if you think about that journey of a law firm, practicing law is hard. And the role of technology, we believe, is to make that easier. Allow technology to make practicing law more easy and elegant for the legal professionals. And apps that do that find the most success. Apps that complement Clio, apps that make it easy for legal professionals to seamlessly go about their day and that allow them to practice law without getting in the way with technology are the ones that do. do. Pardon the interruption. I hope you're enjoying the techsavvyleer.page podcast as much as I enjoy making them. Consider buying us a cup of coffee or two to help defray some of the production costs. Thanks and enjoy. 
So have you seen apps that just simply don't fit with what Clio's trying to do? I mean, you don't have to name names. I would say the thing is the user doesn't want, they want simplicity and they want ease of use and they just want it to work. They've got enough problems to deal with that they, the last thing on their mind is to, hey, I adopted this new technology and now I got to spend a lot of time figuring out how it works. That doesn't help anybody. So ease of use, intuitiveness, and the fact that it just works right. goes a long way in any kind of app adoption. And so I would say if you're making the user kind of jump through many hoops to make their job what you may seem to be easier, but it's actually making it more complex, that's probably not a solution that will work well. Also, as I mentioned, we think about Clio as a source of truth. And so what we want to avoid is having duplicates in multiple places. So for instance, if you are working on a document. Most often lawyers and legal professionals using Clio will keep their documents housed in Clio Drive, or they will have an integration with Dropbox or OneDrive or Google Drive. But if you as the app integration are trying to pull that file away and then not send it back to their source of truth, now the legal professional now has to deal with multiple sources of truth and they forget. They're like, well, where did I edit that document? Was it in OneDrive where I use it? Is it in Clio? Or where is it? Or is it saved on my desktop and now I'm on mobile and I can't access it anymore? And so it's really important for developers and for our app ecosystem and the ones that find most success is pick something where this is a core problem that they are trying to solve and continue to work tirelessly towards solving that problem and iterating and making it so simple for the legal professional to, to solve. You probably see me squinting my eyes because I'm wondering, is this still an issue? It's not. It's just an example well, that no, no, I provide. I mean, it's a great example. I'm just trying to think of like how many software programs that offer syncing capabilities. It's not like people who work through Dropbox or Google Drive are having that kind of problem. Well, many law firms have now moved to having a single cloud document storage provider. And so a lot of those versioning and control issues have been alleviated, but it's more around, let's say if you're a document tool that allows you to redact documents, for example. Well, it's a simple thing, but where do you save the redacted copy? Do you save it on the firm's document storage solution? Do you save it or do you replace the original copy? Like there's some nuances that come about right. and it depends on the use case. You want to give choice to the uh, attorney and do they want to save multiple copies? Do they want to overwrite their existing copy? Where do they want to keep it? So it's about solving the nuanced take that the lawyer has and making sure it's done in an elegant way for the end customer. And that involves talking to customers. It involves, and that's why conferences like this, CleoCon are great. We have thousands of our customers here. Our exhibitors and our app partners are here in the exhibitor hall. This provides a tremendous opportunity for our developers to talk to customers and customers to explain to our app ecosystem partners what they're looking for. And so listening to that product feedback, understanding what the needs are, and then building to it and working relentlessly to solve that problem is something that we get excited about. It's something that we want to enable more developers to get excited about in solving legal, in developing innovative legal solutions. And that's what it's really about. It's not about that Clio needs to build all of these things ourselves. Right. We want to empower more and more developers to build alongside us. And that's what it's all about. I think this leads into our third question nicely. 
What areas should lawyers be looking for when it comes to new third-party app use in Clio or even from your competition? I think I can't speak about our mission. What I can say is, as I mentioned, Clio is the source of truth that law firms use to run their practice. Within Clio, we you can do everything from intake of your clients all the way through invoicing, billing, collecting payments, and everything in between. There's a lot in between. We don't probably have enough time for the podcast. What do you see coming in the future? You just announced your new AI component that will be released in 2024. That being said, can you see anything else forthcoming? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot happening right now with AI, as you heard Jack talk about in the opening keynote. It's a transformational technology change and shift that's happening. We want to help legal professionals that are using Clio be at the cutting edge. We don't want them to have to think twice about using the latest cutting edge technology. We know that they have placed a lot of trust in Clio and we don't take that responsibility lightly. And so for us, it's not about being the first to market or being, for us, it's really about being the best. It's about getting to market when we feel it's Clio grade and we hold ourselves to a really high bar. And so I think you'll see a lot of enhancements coming from AI. And I think that's a paradigm shift. You know, when Clio started in 2008, cloud was a paradigm shift. And then in between, we had mobile be a paradigm shift. Clio has mobile apps so that attorneys can access their matters on the go. It even has a mobile app for the clients of our attorneys to access case information on the go. And so at every stage along the way, what we are really focused on is making sure that when attorneys and when law firms choose Clio as their system of record, they know they don't have to worry about their technology ever being out of date. We have 1,000 people in the company at Clio working tirelessly every day so that law firms can just focus on practicing law and not have to worry about their technology. I'm still going to try to pinpoint you on the question, but I'll make it a little bit easier for you. Can you think of any innovations possibly coming out with the use of AI in the legal arena? I think you're going to see a lot of those innovations coming out. I can't speak too much about our future product roadmap plans, uh, but what I can tell you is what we're thinking about with Clio Duo, which is the, the product we announced today, is how can we make it seem really simple to have a partner for your law firm and for your needs that works tirelessly without judgment is by your side and can really help you take your law firm to the next level. Remove the inefficiencies of administrative tasks, routine tasks that you are doing that you don't necessarily want to do, but need to do. How can we take those things off of your plate? How can we enable you as the attorney or as the law firm to just do what you want to do, which is practice law, and do it really well? And that's what is the core thesis around Clio Duo, and that's what we will continue to focus on building out as we look at Clio Duo and what capabilities we're going to bring to it. And we're really looking for feedback from our customers in terms of what are the types of solutions that they want to see coming out of Clio Duo, coming out from AI. What are the types of solutions that they want help in making more efficient. And we want to use our product and our capabilities to help them get there. Yeah, we started off talking about what your current tech setup is. And it really sounds like you guys are trying to make Clio the Apple computers for LPMs. You know, we're talking about, you don't have to be first, you wanna get it right, 
and you want to make the right product. This isn't a poo-poo on Windows, but it really sounds like you guys are trying to make, like I said, the Macintosh of lawyer practice management. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> of course, I mean that as a compliment. Well, thank you. For us, we're deeply focused on helping law firms run their practices as efficiently as they can. We know practicing law is hard enough as it is. And so if we can play a simple role, a small role, in making sure that you don't have to worry about the mental cognitive load of all of those other things that you also need to juggle while running a law firm, we'd love to take that off of your plate so that you can go and practice law. Things like, oh, did I send a billing reminder to my client so I can get paid? Well, that's something that we should be able to take care of. And we do take care of as part of Clio. Uh, or, hey, your client, you sent them the invoice, you know, 10 days ago. They looked at it, but maybe forgot about it. Do you want to send them a reminder? And that's a mental cognitive load that you shouldn't have to carry with you. And that with things like Clio Duo, with things like automated billing reminders, we want to be able to take that off your plate. So that's not a, yet another thing that you got to manage. I want to thank you for being here. Tell us, where can people find you? Thanks so much for having me, Mike. People can connect with me on LinkedIn, Shabam Data. You can also find me on Twitter, at Shabam, or I guess it's called X these days. But Or you can check out our ventures, Clio Ventures page, clio.com slash ventures. But it's been a pleasure chatting with you, Mike, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the conference. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the TechSavvyLawyer.page podcast. Our next episode will be posted in about two weeks. If you have any ideas about a future episode, please contact me at michaeldj at the TechSavvyLawyer.page. Have a great day and happy luring.